Welcome to Neighbor of Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today. Neighbor of Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Minority Arts and Education Fund. Neighbor of Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city. My guest today is Ms. Tammy Kennedy, an engaged and active resident in the City of East Cleveland and Cleveland. A graduate of Ur Ursuline College, receiving a degree in travel and tourism, and a master's in entertainment business from Full Sail University. A community organizer, artist, educator, and event planner, she has produced major events for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Cleveland State University Black Studies Department, and the Cleveland Museum of Natural History, to name a few. Ms. Kennedy is a member of the Council of Elders in East Cleveland and a NeighborUp member and a 2019 Neighborhood Connections NeighborUp Grant recipient. Welcome to NeighborUp Spotlight, Ms. Kennedy. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. And it's a pleasure to have you here. So let's get started. How long have you been a community act activist and organizer? Well, it's been at least 20 years, okay. almost, okay. almost 20 years, um, really probably longer than that. But... Um, when I was younger, I was just doing things and, I, you know, we were just doing things. Sure. But then at some point, we started organizing things, okay. you know, versus just being involved. We started putting programs together. And bringing people together. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bringing folks together. Now, tell us about your Festival of Arts tribute. That's what you received your grant from, from yes. too, as well. Yes, okay. it is. The Festival of Arts tribute was my idea to recognize not just people I know, but people that either lived in East Cleveland, still live in East Cleveland, or are trying to come back to East Cleveland or do things in East Cleveland. And I know many people in East Cleveland, and I just didn't feel they were getting recognized. Some right. of them are. Uh, you know, Honey Bell Bay, we hear about Honey Bell Bay yeah, and the distinguished got, gentleman. Oh, they're so awesome. But I didn't know she had moved back to East Cleveland. Okay. You know, a lot of people think people are running away from East Cleveland, but right. not everyone. Right. As well as Jacqueline Gillen. Right. Jackie, Jackie moved back to East Cleveland. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jackie was probably the, if not the youngest uh, East Cleveland council person. Yeah, I remember her She was uh, one of the youngest. And she was away for years, and she came back to East Cleveland as well. So I don't know. Maybe East Cleveland is on a resurgence. Yes. I hope so. I hope Particularly so with the arts. Yes. Uh, that's my thing. Well, it's a the wonderful arts and historic neighborhood. So absolutely, you know, I, I'm rooting for it. Me too. <laughs> and you know, there are some great artists in oh, East yeah. Cleveland. Dr. Edward Parker. Well, you know, I interviewed Mr. Parker. Okay. So if you haven't had a chance to listen, give a I listen. I will definitely it's a great listen. Interview. He it's, he is phenomenal. Very, he is a very funny guy too. Yes, he is. <laughs> but he knows his art. He does. You know, and he has the beautiful museum. Right, well, I'm saying it's a museum, a gallery, True. right there in East Cleveland. Exactly. And a lot of people do not know. Well, now, who were some of the people that you... Those uh, are the people. Been? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie. I had Mr. Jackie Parker. Gillen. Okay. You know, and Jackie, you know, and I actually, what I did, I gave them names. Okay. Like, for example, and I, I, I don't have my list with me, but for example, I might have said Jackie Gillen, and I might have said, she's our Maya Angelou. Yes. Because Jackie's a poet. Absolutely. Uh, you know, as well as I, a lot I of have, other I have, things. I have her book. <laughs> okay, right. As well as an author. So, you know, right. I named her that. Um, 
everybody probably know of a Charles Bibb. Charles yeah. E. Oh. Bibb. Oh, Mr. Bibb? Mr. Bibb. Bibb Record Store? Yes, ma'am. Legendary. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. See, and, and, and not only that, mm-hmm. he's been very instrumental historically behind a lot of political campaigns right. that people are not aware of. A lot of people don't know yeah. that. And I can know. remember his record store sitting right there on the corner, Bibb's Records. That's him. Man. And he's Man. still around. Yeah, he's I know. still active. I know. I, Mr. Bibb is, yeah. you know what? He yes. is more active than me. Wow. I mean, he he always has things going on. So we wanted to recognize him. That's wonderful. And I had attended an event at Lakeview Cemetery for the Honorable Carl B. Stokes. Yes. And there was a tribute at Lakeview Cemetery. And Mr. Bibbs uh, spoke. Um, and he made a statement that um, as he was speaking about um, how a lot of us, particularly like Carl Stokes, you know, a lot of younger people may not know about Mr. Stokes. Right. This man was the first black mayor of a major, major metropolitan, metropolitan city. city. That's, uh, yeah. that's historic. Yeah. And Mr. Bibb was involved with that. Yeah, well, I still have Stokes bumper stickers. Oh, my God. I do have Stokes, Stokes bumper stickers. I still have some Stokes buttons. Okay. Because I remember when he lived on 147th Street. Oh. And his brother, Lewis, was my neighbor on Albion. My parents first moved to Shaker in 1960. Uh-huh. And Mr. Lewis moved up the uh, uh, moved up the next block. Wow. Yeah. But see, a lot of times we, well, particularly the younger people, they don't know of a lot of our historical figures True. you know and so we we wanted to recognize people but mr bibbs was one and and again well, what i was going to say was his title i called him um oh my god i'm looking at the man's face i can't it, it'll have to come back to me okay. but i also um honey bell bay yeah we we recognize honey bell bay for yeah. all of the great work she does yeah what she's doing with the distinguished oh, gentleman wonderful they're so good i just saw them last weekend actually for yeah. the urban league yeah they're uh, really they're not good they're like they're excellent oh yeah international <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, they are they're right. superb that's this ma'am and yeah. uh Oh, Dr. Paul Hill. Okay, yeah. If you haven't interviewed him, you definitely need to interview him. Yeah, exactly, because he was, Paul was over at East End Neighborhood Mm -hmm. House for years, and I used to uh, volunteer over there. Okay. And I remember him doing also, too, the... um, the uh, uh, rites the, of passage. Yes, the rites mm-hmm. of passage. Because when he first was doing that, I got involved with that. Because I used to work for Jessica Horn. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, a small Horn. world. You know, I did an event for her as well. Yeah. I, I didn't put that in my little repertoire that I sent to you, but um, matter of fact, Mrs. Horn called me. This is about twenty years ago, okay. and uh, they were doing the uh, the Umadot was having a state conference, yes. and she wanted to do a gospel concert. Okay. So she called me, and um, we were trying to arrange some things, and I was trying to bring in people that I we couldn't really bring in, yeah. uh, like uh, you know some of the big ones. Sure. So what what we did, we wound, I wound up bringing some local gospel people together, but I did bring in the keynote speaker. Okay. And the keynote speaker was Jeff Johnson. Oh, sure. Not Jeff Johnson from, well, he's from oh, Cleveland. Oh, I know you're talking about the other Jeff Johnson. But I'm talking about the Jeff national, international Jeff Johnson. Jeff Johnson. I know you're talking about, right. See, people didn't know that he's yeah. from Cleveland, too. He yeah, was on he BET. To, and he used to be on Tom Joyner in the morning all right. the time. Right, he is a brilliant yeah. young brother. Yeah. He is so smart to me. And I I, I want to say, I'm, I brought him, and people didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Because when I brought him, he was just coming out on the national stage. But what he was doing was working with, I want to say the NAACP, youth okay. And he was doing some kind of organizing with them. And when I found out he was from Cleveland, it was like a no-brainer. Yeah. And next thing you know, wow, he was everywhere. Yeah. 
But yeah, Miss Horn, she gave me the opportunity to do that. Wow. Uh-huh. So how did the community respond to Well, oh, and I didn't finish t- telling you other okay. people. Not okay, we had Honey Bell Bay, okay. uh, Jackie Gillen, Dr. Paul Hill, and his wife, wow. Marquita Hill. Okay. Because she's a bad sister, too. And she told me some things that I didn't know. I had never met her. I had only talked to her on the phone okay. about 20 years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, who else did we recognize? Dr. Parker, Dr. Edward Parker. And it was seven people. Oh, my my main girl, Carolyn Cockfield. Okay. Carolyn Cockfield was the director of East Cleveland Parks and Recreation. All right. And what she did 20 years ago mm-hmm. when I wanted to do my first event, I had come back from Africa. Mm-hmm. And I had went to Africa to attend an event called Culture Fest. Okay. It was in Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire. And when I came back, I said, I want to do that event here or something like that to celebrate our heritage and our culture. Right. But I couldn't bring the big name. Yeah, well, if I could have got the money, I could have. But, yeah. you know, I brought in local folk. And then I had people contacting me from Jamaica who wanted to come. And they paid for themselves to come and okay. came. And we did bring in, um, uh, oh, God, I can't, oh, God, I can't think of her name. But Afi Noor's daughter, okay. Deva, Deva, her group, they were in Maryland. Okay. So we did bring them in. But Carolyn Cockfield was the person who allowed me, and I'm going to say allowed me because if it wasn't for her, I could not have done it. Yeah. Because, you know, Cleveland, it, it was hard to raise the money. 20 years ago, it was it was hard yeah, for me to raise the money. Still kind of hard yeah, too. Yeah, it was. No. We didn't have neighborhood connections and all of that, right? So yeah. I had to get out there and I had friends helping me and we was getting out there raising money to do the event and we did it for three years at Forest Hill Park. A lot of people may not know that. Yeah. That was 20 years ago. We brought in Slave. Wow. The group Slave. Remember, yeah, sure. they're from Ohio. We brought them in in one year so yeah me so Carolyn and I you know we go way back That's and awesome. uh but you know it's about collaborating totally so yeah so Carolyn was one of the people that we recognized and I don't know I might be missing I don't know if I said seven That's people all right. we can come, but we it was come seven back. that we recognized <laughs> you know we hope yeah. to do it every year yeah so so how did the community respond you to know what the year? community I, I'm gonna say this I don't think the community responded the way I would have liked them to and what I had to do was charge a ticket okay. because I couldn't afford to just do this by myself, sure. even though I got the grant. But my timing was off because I didn't get the grant until after the okay. event. Okay. So I had to be very creative sure. on how I did that as <laughs> right. well as charge. Right. So I know we had maybe about a good 30 or 40 people okay. that came out to That's support. That's still a nice turnout. Yeah, we had, yeah. well, for the first one, sure, I thought it was absolutely. great. Yeah, absolutely. We had a lot of great entertainment. Mm. You know, local entertainment. Okay. What I was trying to do was bring in Kofi Boaki. Okay, that's the that? young brother from Akron okay. who has just, um, well, he's like going on with his thing now. But he was up at Showtime at the Apollo in New York. Okay, He's won. I mean, he got to the top. Now, I don't know if they've had the final final. I'm talking about Showtime at the Apollo in that's, Harlem, New oh, York. Yeah, absolutely. But he's in Akron. Okay. And so I was talking to his people and wanted to bring him in, but he needed the money. And I didn't have the money. Yeah. up front you see so yeah. so I couldn't get him so we had to change the script a little bit but yeah but we had a lot of great Cleveland tenant we had Ross T. Dove Flex and his wife the late Michelle uh, she just passed recently and God bless her soul and Ross T but they came out and performed and uh, we had a lot of local people people may not know you know we had sure. a um, resurrection okay uh, a brother actually out of california okay and he had just lost his family member wow. like that day or the day before and he still he came still out showed up. and with his daughter and they performed wonderful we had gina well gina gina depending on how you want to pronounce it of well gina is awesome 
a singer, kind of like a folk singer. She kind of put me in the mind of India Ari. Okay. I'm just going to say that because she has a style of her own, but very talented. Her father Wonderful. was Jojo. Okay. Do you remember Jojo Badu from the African-American Museum? No, I don't. Okay, not. well, that's her dad. Well, okay. that was her dad. He's passed as well. And I, who else was there? Oh, we had quite a few. Well, we had um, Black House Sound. Okay. Black House Sound is basically based out of East Cleveland. Okay. And they do like a gospel rap. I don't know if you call it Christian rap, gospel rap. But uh, you know, when I was when I was on your Facebook page, I uh -huh. did see them. Yes, and they're so that. good. Yeah, I did. No listen cursing. To them. I did listen to them. You know, clean, good rap. Yes. And so they performed as well. And of course, we had Silver B B B B B. <laughs> I know Silver Everybody got to have Silver B B B B B. That's my guy. Been around actually. from yes, right. Yeah. So we had him time. hosting with Al Porter. Al mm. Porter has the hip hop workshop at Cleveland State. Okay. And so we had, so those guys, uh, Silver B and Al Porter kind of put together some talent. We had some poets, okay. you know, come and do poetry. So you had a lot. Oh, it was a lot going on. A lot on. of entertainment. So, okay, well, it was a lot. This was the first year, so next year, hey, it next can't be anything year, but bigger you know and better. That's right. You know, <laughs> and, I, and would, I would love to, I love <clears throat> the facility too. We did it at Bristol Manor. Okay. And I, I was not familiar with Bristol Manor. It used to be, I think, Windermere Church or something. Okay. Huge structure right next to the East Cleveland Public Library. Okay. Beautiful. I, okay. My girlfriend, and I didn't even know she was the person running the place, uh, Kathy, you know, it's just funny how God sure, works. everything falls into place. But I'm telling you, because if it wouldn't have been for her, I couldn't have did it. Because then again, the money didn't come till after sure. the event. Sure. But, you know, everything worked out. Sure. And we had a good time. And, honey, I, I was tired afterwards because <laughs> that was actually Juneteenth weekend. Yes, it was. That we were celebrating a lot of things. And the purpose of doing the Festival of Arts was to showcase African-Americans in East Cleveland and from East Cleveland right. or who are trying to do things or in doing East positive Cleveland. things That's and have right. been doing positive things yes. for quite some time. Right. Now, w tell me, why are these activities important for the community and particularly for East Cleveland? Well, you know what, Carol? I am a strong believer in uh, celebrating my culture. I believe that culture is very important. Absolutely. And I, it seems to me that there's a void. It, you know, maybe it's just me, but I, I come from a time when I used to volunteer at the African American Museum on Crawford Road. Sure, I remember. And we had it going on. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I can, you know, we, we was bringing in everybody. Yeah. And it was just so much. It was like things were always going on. Yeah. Now it seems like either there's nothing going on or everything going on at the same day and same time. Yes. So that's unfortunate. So I believe that we need to really embrace our culture, particularly African-Americans or anybody else. Embrace your culture. Yeah, and celebrate, and your, celebrate, and celebrate who you your are. culture. Celebrate who you are. This year is the 400th year, Carol. Yes, I'm glad you brought that so up. So I don't know if you're familiar with what all of that is about. Let, let me go back. Well, you can talk about that. Okay. Talk this, about that this 400 bit. years um, is a serious thing to me. And I think things are kind of coming full circle. Well, tell, tell the audience the 400 years. Okay. okay. The 400 years, 1619 is when the first kidnapped Africans were supposedly brought to, I guess it was uh, Plymouth Rock or somewhere but in that area. I'm in not New England, yeah. in New England. And there's also people much smarter than me say that there was actually a a biblical prophecy that says uh, in 400 years, my people will become free or something like that. Mm -hmm. So this year, there was actually a, a federal bill from the government mm -hmm. and the president, Trump, signed it. Mm -hmm. 
And there were supposed to be grants and everything for people like me who want to celebrate arts and culture, black arts and culture, and talk about the contribu contributions of African Americans in this country for 400 years. Well, I'll be looking that up. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Wait a minute. Up. Let me just say this to you. Yeah, it fl they flipped the script on us. Okay. You know, it, it started that way, mm -hmm. and by the time there was a commission formed, by the time that commission was formed, the the bill took the money out. Ah. So now you you, you can't just plan because there were supposed to be grants up to twenty thousand okay. dollars to do your events, and it's supposed to be going on all this year now, so it's not over. But you got to raise your own money. Okay. <laughs> so, so not only could, you know, we, we were going to just plan. Now we got to start and raise money okay. before we plan. And so that was like a really a process. A blow. Yeah. Because yeah. we thought we was going to, okay, get the money, get the grant and we could plan these wonderful events. Okay. Well, we couldn't do it that way because they cut the money out. And even the commissioners who are sitting on the commission for this 400 years African-American history. And people need to look this up because I'm, I'm not making this up. It's a real law, a bill. It was House Bill 1242, but okay. then it changed to something else. I, I don't remember because after the money cut out, I kind of cut it out. But we need to celebrate our, 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 our heritage and our culture. And so that's what I wanted to do. You know, and it's going on across this country. As a matter of fact, they have something coming up on August 25th. People can look that up. August 25th is supposed to be some kind of day of honoring the ancestors. Okay. And they're supposed to be ringing the bells across this country, like churches. Yeah, Have you heard because, about that? Yeah, because I, I'm a, um, 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 in 2016, I'm a descendant of a, a man named Peyton Skipwith. And Peyton Skipwith was a stonemason mathematician. He was owned by John Hart Wilcock, who was co-founder of the University of Virginia, along with Thomas Jefferson. So in 2016, uh, my, myself and other descendants were down there. And I just received information about... At the end of the August, they're going to mm -hmm. have a, a celebration mm -hmm. for all descendants of mm -hmm. enslaved people who were or, or, or were at the plant were at the University of Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's a big and, deal. And, but that when when I went to Charlottesville in 2016 mm -hmm. was the first time that I learned of the ringing of the bells. I I'd, just learned. Yeah, about I it. learned that in 2016. I had oh. never never known that, and that was something that was happening in Charlotte. Okay. Uh, I think it was when the when the at the end of uh, during emancipation. Okay. And they rang these bells. So, um, well, they're know, supposed to be doing it again on yeah. August 25th, I think at 3 p.m. They're yeah. supposed to be ringing the bells yes. for the ancestors. And see, all of this is a, it's our culture. Sure. It's a lot. You, you and, know, and it's a lot. It, a it's lot to learn. God, it's a lot. And, and the history is never ending. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. I mean, the more you think you know, the more you really need to know because <laughs> exactly. you don't know nothing. Exactly. And I've studied for probably over 20 years my, my heritage and yeah. culture. But it sounds like you've studied your family. <laughs> Genealogy, because you talking. You said you got someone who uh, helped build yeah. with Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, what they did is they they actually built a building in honor of my ancestor Peyton Skip with, and they built it on the quarry that he cut stone from on wow. the University of Virginia's campus. So it's called the Peyton Skip with. Uh, Isn't that uh, something? Uh, administrative maintenance building. Mm -hmm. And it's buildings named after him. Buildings named after another couple that were. Uh, 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 at the plant, at the I was keep saying the plantation, which well, you know, was, right, exactly Freud and Slip, right? But uh, the Gibbons family, okay. there's a building named after them. So yeah, it's 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 been an ongoing, evolving history too. Mm -hmm. But I'd so like interesting. to I'd like to ask you about the Council of Elders. Who are the Council of Elders in East Cleveland, and how do they serve the community there? Well, the Council of Elders was started by Dr. Roz Matunji and myself. 
Okay. Really, it was Roz Matunji's idea. Okay. And it kind of came about after this whole House Bill 1242, because we were going to just do a whole bunch of things, and I really wanted to document things across the country. So now how long has the Council of It just started. Okay. It oh, started okay. about... This is brand new. It started in, like, I'm going to say July of 2018. Okay. That's when we first started talking about right. it. And then as we learned more about the House Bill 1242, we came together, and, and because Roz is... Well, from Jamaica, but uh, he lived in East Cleveland most of his time in America. So he wanted to do something specific for East Cleveland. So we had Tony Pye Muhammad. Tony Pye Muhammad is a new East Cleveland resident. Okay. So she wanted to definitely do something. And she's a community organizer as well. Her and I have worked on many other things like Bernie Sanders and all kind of stuff together. Okay. And uh, then we had Joy Graham. Joy Graham is the president of East Cleveland City Council. Okay. She's also a poet, which people may not know. So she's into the arts and she would love to see East Cleveland become an arts uh, hub, you know, where mm-hmm. we can, you know, have arts and cultural things going on. So we got Joy and then Carl. Carl Williams. I don't know if you know Carl Williams. No, I do not. He is a, well, you know what? It's funny. Most of all of us are graduates of Neighborhood Leadership Institute. Okay. So, except for, I think, Joy. And she needs to become a graduate of Neighborhood Leadership (laughs) Institute. But, uh, and Carl Williams, he's also an artist, uh, a great artist. And he was an administrator. He's a Jamaican as well. And he wanted to be involved because he used to do parades uh, he, he had a collaboration with Cleveland State, and they, they did parades downtown, very nice parades. And so we really wanted to do the parade this year, but we couldn't pull it together because, again, the funding wasn't there and all kind of stuff. So, But those are the core people, okay. Carl Williams, Roz Matunji, Tony Pai Muhammad, Joy Graham, and myself. Okay. And we have other people who were like, I'm going to say, subsidiary type, you know, who would come and wanted to help with us doing the programming, uh, things didn't necessarily go the way we planned because what well, what I was hoping we could have done for Juneteenth was have uh, things happening in Cleveland and East Cleveland, but not necessarily on the same day and at the same time. So now what? So now that you guys have come together mm-hmm. and you, as you move forward, mm-hmm. what are some of the plans that you have oh, moving forward? Oh, we got a lot of plans. One of the plans, I'm just going to say, uh, because it's really I've already said it's public, we are going to have a radio station, a radio show, not a radio station, a radio show. Myself, okay. I have a radio show. Uh, it's called CGT, The Pulse. Okay. It's and going to be on uh, FM 95.9. That's the WOVU. WOVU, yeah. Community sure. Nonprofit Radio. Yeah. So Bird I Bell have Cars a radio station. Exactly. Right. So I have a station. I mean, I have a show coming on. Uh, Ross Matunji has a show coming on and Tony Pye has a show coming on. Now, okay. you know, we didn't plan it that way, but it just worked out that way. But we each have different shows, but we're going to be probably collaborating with each other on these shows. Um, Carl Williams, you know, he has some ideas to do some great things in East Cleveland, but I'm not going to put it out there because he told me don't put it out there yet. So okay. I'm not. But um, I, as an event planner and community organizer, hope that we will have a even bigger and better Juneteenth next year in East Cleveland. Because I don't know if you know, Carol, we had the cookout. We yeah. had a lot of stuff going on. I know, on. you had a whole lot going yeah, on. Yeah, we which, had a which, lot going on. Which brings me to, I just want to let the audience know that definitely they should go to your Facebook page. Oh, Because when I, you know, in doing this podcast, I, uh-huh. I do my homework on everyone. Okay, okay. So I highly suggest that people go to your Facebook page because you have a lot of information. You know you what, have I, a lot of, I love sharing. You know, people yeah, say, tell you me, do. girl, how do you... 
you do all the get all that. Yeah. But I you have love a good lot of great information about to share information. Yes, I think we need to share information. I yeah. really do. Well, you do a great job. I, I know I do, and you know <laughs> I need to get paid for that too, Carol. Understand? But because we, if you don't know, you just, yeah, you don't, just know. don't know. You know, and I get a people. I'm telling you, people. Now that I have been sharing this information for years, mm-hmm. I get information from everywhere. I yeah, mean, I got do. information you coming do. from Africa. I have information coming from everywhere. Yeah, you, you do. Know? You have a lot of and really I believe good we need to share information. That's true. That's so true. that we can help each other. That's true. You know, I, I just I, well, that's just what I like to do, and well, I also volunteer for people and organizations that's doing things. That I think is something good for right. the community. And that's how you can make connections. I, oh, that's and, how I get a lot of my connections. Exactly. Yeah. So now, which brings me to my next question. How can residents contact you, contact your organization, get involved, volunteer, and donate? Oh, donate is an excellent <laughs> thing to say, Carol. Thank you. You're welcome. Actually, I'm going to say to get involved, people need to call Ross Matunji. Because he's the one who really started the Council of Elders. Him and I just kind of co-founded it. Do we have it. a number for him? Yes, we do. Okay. And I'm going to give you his number. Okay. It's 216-744-4326. Matter of fact, he was supposed to be here, but I guess he hasn't got here yet. And that's for people who want to do That's for people, people who, who want, want, to want to volunteer. Volunteer, yeah. get involved, donate. Okay. And, you know, it, you may even have an idea okay. about you wanting to do something in East Cleveland. Okay. Now, the Council of Elders, even though it was based and started in East Cleveland, I'm a product of Glenville. Okay. See, I love Glenville. I've been in Glenville all my life. Yeah, I was born at 9507 Empire. Really? <laughs> my mother. I went to Empire Junior my High School. My mother had a, a business at 93rd and Yale called Maddie's Beauty Nook from 1947 to 1957. Oh, and then my, my God. My best friend's parents had a cleaners, a St. Clair cleaners at 101st and St. Clair for 50 years, in addition to a whole bunch of other businesses that they had. You know, Glenville. Yeah. Is well, so you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people who moved, came to Cleveland, came from the South. My parents came mm-hmm. to the ground migration. My dad came in the 30s, married my mom in the 40s, mm-hmm. lived in mm-hmm. the central neighborhood. And my parents did too yeah, I then, think all of us probably yeah, came from the and people central. were moving to Glenville and mm-hmm. moving to Mount Pleasant neighborhood that's yeah, right so, yeah because yeah, my family bought over there in like 1956 yeah I was born in 1960 okay. and it's funny because people look at Glenville now 105 I'm proud to be from 105 in oh, Glenville yeah, yeah I, I still because I, still, I know the you know the past yeah, and the sure. history yeah and you know really growing up there I thought we was like the best because yeah. that's where I was from, my well, little Glenville community. Glenville was originally called the Gold Coast. My I parents know that. moved to Empire in 1947. Mm-hmm. Saying that you lived in Glenville was like right. saying that the you power lived, brokers yeah. were from Glenville. Yeah, and it was like I said, it was the Gold Coast. Exactly. Yeah. My neighbor, you know, my neighbors, Judge Clarence Gaines was my next door neighbor mm-hmm. all my life, and. His daughter married, um, well, I could just go on with the whole history yeah. of all these black people. <laughs> but Jesse Owens' sister stayed across the street from me. Yeah. Now, I never met Jesse Owens, but I met, I mean, you know, just kind of growing up in an environment. And yeah. then you had, of course, Mike White. You know, he became the mayor. Well, and, you know, you had everyone. You had everyone. You had your doctors, your lawyers. Everything. You know, you're the postal person. You know, exactly. the, the business owner, the entrepreneur. Everyone lived in the community. That's right. And, Mr. Uh, Madison, you know, the architect. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, everyone So, you know, and of course, people have moved on and everything. George Forbes, right there in Glenville. You know, Stephanie Tubbs. But, you know, the funny thing now, University Circle, I always thought that was Glenville, but I don't think, I don't know if they consider it Glenville anymore. Well, you know, Glenville is a University Circle neighborhood. You know, a few years back. Yeah, so it's in the Buckeyes, you know, Shaker, Buckeye Shaker Square neighborhood, uh, Fairfax. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
central neighborhood that's all considered university circle neighborhood. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, those things, are all considered yeah. university. Things circle have changed a little East bit. East Cleveland, Little Italy, those right. are all considered Isn't university. That, yeah. yeah, that's very interesting. So, very um, interesting. But yeah, I, I come from Glenville. I love Glenville. Um, so, and I say that to say, even though the Council of Elders kind of started in East Cleveland, sure. we're definitely going to be doing things in East Cleveland. Well, that's wonderful. I mean, in, in Glenville. Okay. Not only uh, Glenville, but we like to do things in Fairfax and Huff and just different neighborhoods. We might even have some stuff going on on the west side. Okay, well. Because there's some conversations we need to have. Sure. And uh, grassroots leaders and organizers need to be uh, part of the conversations. There's something coming up, Carol. You may be familiar. called Cleveland Rising Summit. Okay. You familiar? No, I'm not. Get familiar with the Cleveland Rising Summit. It's okay. October, something in October. Okay. It's free. Okay. It's a two-day summit. And people, all people are support, who want to, come to the table and be a part of the discussion of the future of Cleveland, okay. the economic future of Cleveland. See, the problem is our grassroots leaders a lot of time are left out. Sure. So if you give me some information, I'm going to share it. So, so I'm telling the grassroots people and leaders Make sure it's a free two-day summit. You need to be there. You need to have your voices heard. Stop complaining about what's happening and not happening. If you're not at the table, you know. You can't, you can't make an input. Exactly. You and they're going to do an, what they call an appreciative inquiry uh, session, which okay. is where you share your information. Now, you don't have to tell them all your secrets and stuff you want to do. <laughs> sure, but you can at least come, you can at least come and, and be and a part it, of it. And add your voice to the conversation. That's right. Add your voice right. to the conversation. That's, what, that's what's And I happening. just want to thank you for adding your voice to oh, our conversation you, today. I appreciate your time. Likewise, likewise. I would like to thank my guest, Ms. Tammy Kennedy, for visiting with us today. I enjoyed our conversation immensely. So did I. <laughs> thank so you did for your I, patience. Because I'm a one-woman shop, and Lila helps out, and, and, and Vince, and James, and everyone, so I really appreciate you. I would like to leave our audience with a quote from my guest today. Each one teach one. There you go. I want to thank our audience for listening in today. We appreciate your support. Please join us again as we continue our conversations with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhoods and our city. Visit Neighborhood Connections website to see all the community engagement activities and opportunities. If you have a great idea and want to do something positive for your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 216-361-0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed. Get involved. Get connected. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor of Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Minority Arts and Education Fund in association with Bad Racket Recording Studios. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Malone. Co-producer, Lila Mills. Engineers, James Kananen and Britt Fox. Photography, social media, Vince Robinson. Neighbor of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs>